going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 12 of the Kills Brave podcast. I got my special guest, Kevin Simpson. Kevin Simpson, introduce yourself, bro. Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Kevin Simpson here. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a CEO. I'm a boss. I'm a fitness enthusiast. I live in San Diego. Um, I own a branding company here in uh, Southern California, and I'm an international speaker, branding expert, the whole nine, man. The jack of all trades, if you will. Wow, check Kevin Simpson out. And for Kevin, he starts his day really early. But why is that? And what kind of habits do you create in order to accomplish all those things you do in a day? Yeah, man. So I wake up super early because there's something about being up while everybody else is asleep. And so for me, like, it's really, really easy for me to get distracted. Like, at noon or at 9 or 10, 11 o'clock in the morning or whatever, 1, whatever, I can literally be on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. There's all of these distractions available. But when it's super early, I know that people are sleeping. So for me, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast, I still know that people on the East Coast are still sound asleep. And so John Lee Davis, man, it's really cool talk to my homie JLD. He, um, he, he shared something with me like four or five years ago. Man, it's, it's actually been that long. But he shared something that long ago where it was just like, man, I like to start my day where four hours in, five hours in, by the time I wake up, I'm already done with everything. So I love to accomplish more by nine o'clock in the morning than everyone else accomplishes in their whole day. Wow. And that actually stuck with me. So for me, I'm like, all right, how can I accomplish more by and what time nine, do you I'm sorry about that. Um, so what time do you wake up at? Four? Yeah, I wake up at four. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, another thing is that uh, you can continue what you're saying. My bad, bro. No, you're good, you're good. So for me, the concept is I want to achieve more by 9, 10 a.m. And so how I structure my day is, is pretty sick. I wake up at 4, and so between 4 and 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm knocking out all of my non-negotiables. I'm reading, I'm going to the gym and working out, I'm writing, I'm journaling, I'm learning new things. So I got all my me stuff out of the way so I can then feel like, cool, I got my, my me stuff out. And then from, say, I don't know, 9 to 2, 9 to 3, I've already got all my striving grind work and, like, my business stuff taken care of. So by 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I literally can do whatever I want. If I want to Netflix and chill, I can. Because I made it that way because I put me first to begin with. And so I also go to sleep early, too. I'm asleep by, like, 9, 9.30. So that gives me the ability to wake up at 4 I see. Okay. So for many of us waking up that early or just waking up at six or seven o'clock, it's really difficult. How would you tell someone to wake up that early? Because it sounds easy, but getting, just trying to get out of bed, is like, it's so difficult. How do you put the reason behind it? Yeah. Well, I would say first go to sleep earlier, right? If you go to sleep earlier, then you know that you're going to be tired or if you go to sleep earlier, you know that you're going to have already gotten in all your rest. Most people try to go to sleep at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, you know, at night or midnight, and then they wake up at 4 or 5. Yeah, that's super hard because you only got 4 or 5 hours of sleep. Yeah. You go to sleep at 9, you're getting how much? How many hours of sleep are you getting if you go to sleep at 9 o'clock? And you Seven hours. That's Great. perfect. Yeah, because that's the, perfect. Average, the average person needs 5 to 8 hours of sleep. Yep. And then you can even take like a little nap. So say you're getting tired, say midday or something like that. Noon kicks in, one o'clock, two o'clock kicks in. Take like a 30 minute nap and you're already charged up for the rest of the day. Wow. That's how I look at it. That's amazing. And you just, are you 
um, what is it, strict to your timing. So from like four to five, I work out five to six, I do this, and six to seven, I do this. How does that work? I used to, but you know, sometimes it's a, it's a challenge really being super strict by the minute. And so for me, I'll just know that I have my, my hours blocked out. So I just know like my first four hours of working out or waking up, I'm doing all of the stuff that I need to do. And then like, that's my me time. My first four to five hours of waking up is straight up Kevin mode. And then after that, you know, the next six hours, if you will, or five hours of the day is for me dedicating my time to other people, dedicating my time to the business, dedicating my time to whatever it is that I want to dedicate my time to. And then as I circle back on the latter end of the, the day, that's me doing whatever it is that I want to do again. So again, it's like, how can I control the day and put me first at all yeah. times? A lot of people, they mess up and they let the day run them. Oh, I didn't have time to do this. Oh, I didn't have time to do that. And you think about it, we all have the same 24 hours in the same day. So how are some people able to achieve more and be able to do more in that same amount of time? Well, it's about owning the day and thinking about it very strategically. If you wake up every single day with no purpose, knowing how you're going to structure your day, you're going to be lost right off the bat. Saying. 100%. Wow, that just really hit me. Um, did you watch the Tupac movie by any chance? Because I remember him saying, "We have the same 24 hours. What are doing? What are you doing with yours?" Like all of us have the same 24 hours. Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, you name it. And how are, are they billionaires and millionaires? People just yeah. live behind excuses and feel like they need to make that excuse. They're building it. They're creating it. But wow, that's really powerful. What you're dropping. Wow. Hey. Yeah, yeah, man. Like that's what differentiates everybody. Like that's what it differentiates the high achievers from you know the B, C, D, and F players. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's really about how can you think about going about things differently, and how can you stand out from everybody else? And the only way to stand out from everybody else is doing what most people won't do, right? A lot of people, they look at the success that people have reached over a certain period of time. They're not looking, they're looking at the outcome. They're not looking at the, the days, the seconds, the minutes of hustle, effort, energy, time, structure, discipline, all that type of stuff that actually goes into getting to that ideal point that everyone wants to get to. When did you start doing these habits? Like I would when say... I started probably two and a half years ago. Wow. And like when your first time, it was tough, but you know, right behind you, you had that why that, that, keep, that kept on pushing you forward because you're a hard worker, man. Like everything you do, like your business and health wise, you're, if you guys don't know Kevin Simpson, if you see him in person, this guy is actually pretty buff and big. He's like, what, 5'10? <laughs> Diesel guy. Yeah, I'm like 5'10, like 205. Yeah. And um, now that we got over our daily habits, or habits overall, how how is a fitness a big key? How is fitness a big key to your life? Yeah, man. So quick backstory. High school. So when I was like 17, 18 years old, I was really skinny. So when I said I was skinny, I was literally like 165, 170, soaking wet. And so for me, my goal was fill out a medium-sized shirt. That was the goal. Fill out a size medium. And it's funny thinking about it because the medium was like that small now, right? <laughs> but that really like skyrocketed my confidence, right? Like I started to realize what I was truly capable of and what my potential was. Like when I first started working out, I was intimidated because there was girls in the gym who could throw up more weight than me on a bench press. 
there was girls in the gym that can curl more than me, right? And then I started to get addicted, man. So I was the type of dude, I'd worked out six days a week. I'd eat six meals a day. Like, I used to be on it. And then, yeah, bro, like, I was obsessed with it. And this is, like, bodybuilding type workout, not, like, high intensity interval training like that. But straight up bodybuilding mode, I wanted to be fluff. And once I filled out the medium shirt, I ended up saying, like, all right, cool, I'm going to fill out the size large. And then I filled that out. And then by that time, I ended up going from 170 to like 200 solid. And it took a good, I don't know, man, like three years, three and a half years to get to that point, maybe four tops. And once I got to that point, I had then realized like I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I'm working a corporate job. I'm working my day job. But then I said, man, I want to, you know, have my own business. I want to make a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And so what happened was during that time, I married, I have a day job. Fitness is the thing that I really like too, but I also want to have my own business. Something for me had to give. And the thing that ended up giving was my fitness, my health. And so I ended up stopped working out and then I turned into a chunky butt. Meaning <laughs> I went from 200 to like 230. Oh, wow. And so during this point in time, and this wasn't 200 230 solid muscle. This is like, you know, the inside of my legs starting to touch each other. My, I can't even smile without my, you seeing my eyes because I'm like so fat in the face. <laughs> the man boobs and all that. And I'm like, yo, this sucks. And my biggest turning point was this. Um, I had moved from Boston, Massachusetts, which was really cold. It was depressing. That's when I actually stopped working out because it was like mad cold, right? Like you're outside right now at the park doing your thing. When Boston, Massachusetts, you know, when it's below zero, you're not doing that. Right. Yeah. So that's that. And then when I moved to San Diego, I went to San Diego to be around other entrepreneurs and, and all kind of stuff. So I can surround myself around the right people so I can grow my business. Well, here's what's crazy. When I moved to San Diego, I, in, I instantly got like a great group of friends, high level friends, and they were all entrepreneurs too. But we all went up this mountain, we went on a hike. This is my first time going on a hike. And when we went on that hike, it was a challenging hike, meaning we woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning. No, we were actually there at the hike at 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if you know what Cow's Mountain is, but we went up Cow's yeah. Mountain. And there's an easy side and there's a hard side out here. Oh, yeah, the we hard up, side. Woo! The rock yeah, side, right? We the, yeah, yeah. We went up the hard side. And I'm the type of dude, like, I don't like to sit on the ground. Like, I don't know, especially in the dirt, because I don't want ants calling on me, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it just it is. Um, and so I'm not the type of dude like to sit on the ground. Well, here's what happened. Going up that hike, I sat on the ground like four or five times. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And everybody was like 10 minutes ahead of us. So everybody was up there 10 minutes before we got up there. And I remember this turning point where my wife, Devana, she's actually walking with me. And I'm like, babe, go ahead. And I'm over here sitting on the ground. And she picks me up like, Kevin, come on, 230 pounds. Like wrap my arm around her shoulder like, Kev, we're going up this thing together. So that was a turning point. And everybody else I was with, they were just moving up that mountain. They were talking, they were walking, they were moving, and like they wasn't even struggling. And they I'm were like, enjoying it while you were like, <gasps> like yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, I was dying. So I was a turning point. And it was like at that point in time, I was like, yo, I gotta turn, I gotta turn this shit around, I gotta turn my life around and like take care of my health again. And so I started this journey of doing that all over again. And I tell you what, man. I always used to be confident. Like, even in high school, like, I, had, I was the best dressed. I had all the girls, like, basketball player, cool dude, like, whatever. Like, that was me. 
and all the way up until like 23 years old. But between 23 and say 25, 26, I started to let myself slip. And then now I'm back to like being confident and feeling yeah. good. I'm speaking all over the world now. So I have to show up as that leader. If I'm going to be speaking in front of people and empowering people, inspiring people, motivating people, I can't look like a fat ass and just like, you know what I'm saying? Not taking yeah, care of that's 100%, 100% true because our appearance is such a big thing, even though we don't see it, but it is to other people. Like, you want to be seen as this yeah. nice-looking guy who takes care of himself, entrepreneur, lifestyle is great, and overall, you, you just look healthy. And it's for yourself because you really want that self-confidence. You just want to look good overall. Um, one of the things that uh, – before myself as well, like, I used to be really skinny. I used to hate – Hate the fact that I was really skinny and I had the same concept like I need to fit this small shirt I need to fit this medium shirt and now it's it looks great on me now but yeah I like I like that story that you shared with us um can you, you can continue yeah man I mean at a high level that was it I just think that you know people people are gonna look at you and say damn they're trying to take care of everybody else but he's not even taking care of himself yeah. So we have to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and be like, yo, are we happy with who we are? How can we show up as leaders in this world? And we're not creating our own lives, but we're yeah. trying to like help lead other people. So that's what it really came down to. And now it's just like a big part of my life. Like last night, you know, I was a little frustrated, whatever, with some stuff. I went to the gym at like 1030 and I just did my thing. And then I went home and then I went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to go yeah. to the gym again today. Awesome. What do you see for yourself? Well, your one-year vision with your health and your physical appearance. Do you see yourself cutting down? Do you see yourself bulking up more? What is it? Or is there anything new that you're in interested in? Because there's a lot. There's bodybuilding, powerlifting, calisthenics, and, of course, running and stuff like that. Try yeah. It. So yeah. So, for me, it's more like calisthenics and, and that type of thing. So, for me, I was been, I've been bodybuilding for so long. And you kind of find yourself just going through the motions, right? Yeah. And cool, you can always be stronger doing that. But there comes a certain point in time where it's like, all right, you're going to want to challenge yourself. You're going to want to do things a little bit different. And so for me, I'm really interested in, in calisthenics. Uh, I want to lose probably like another 10 pounds. My muscle, like I'm, I'm solid, man, but I still have like a little bit more fat that I want to shred up. And so when I lose like another 10, I'm good. If I can just maintain that for forever, I'm like where I want to be. Um, I love doing hit stuff and yeah. I want to get my endurance up to that, that next level. Oh, I hear you on that 100%. So what's one last thing that you, you could leave us today or in the future about habits and creating that discipline of waking up early or whatever, whatever it is in our daily lives? Yeah. So there's, there's been this thing since, like, I was really young that stuck with me, and it's just do the complete opposite of what everybody else is doing. When I was in high school, I wish that I, I had now. I was doing what everybody else was doing, and that's what considered to be cool. For me personally, I genuinely believe that there's those few people, the 1% to get to where they want to be, and so that discipline is going to be key. If you're somebody who wants to like live and, and just exist, you're gonna want to have that discipline, have that consistency, and have that desire to do whatever it takes because you're gonna realize 
compounded over time. That one minute a day, that 30 minutes a day for the next 30 days, for the next 365 days, for the next 750 days or whatever and beyond, that's going to dictate who you're going to be in the future. And the question really comes down to being, how happy are you going to be when you have that conversation with your future self? Wow. Thank you, bro. That's, that's amazing. You see, Kevin just dropped so much bombs. That's beautiful, bro. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate where can it. We, where can we find you, bro? Yeah, absolutely. So you go to kevinstepsa.com and then also on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Kevin underscore Stimson. Can you spell that out for us, guys? I mean, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, S-T-I-M as in Mark, P-S-O-N. And I'm sure you're going to have it in the show notes as well. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, talk to you soon, man. Appreciate it. Right, cool.